Cultural Affairs Radio Magazine, produced by members of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. Tonight, we will explore poetry with Wowa, West Oakland to West Africa Poetry Exchange Group. This poetry group consists of some extraordinary poets in West Oakland, as well as some of their phenomenal poet partners in West Africa. All this tonight on Full Circle. Welcome back. You are listening to Full Circle, your cultural affairs radio program. I am your host, Zakia, G.E.K. Part. Tonight on Full Circle, we are spending the hour with poets and poetry. We will listen to some local West Oakland poets, as well as some West African poets. We will begin our conversation with Kala Brundage the founding member of WOWA, West Oakland to West Africa Poetry Exchange Group. Kala Brundage is a second-year MFA poetry candidate, a poet, essayist, activist, performer, teacher, and beach lover. She is the recipient of a Fulbright Teacher Exchange and spent a year teaching in Zimbabwe. Welcome, Kala, to Full Circle on 94.1 FM, KPFA in Berkeley. Thank you, Zakia. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. And so I'm going to jump right in here, and I want to ask you, well, first of all, I'm going to say, Kala, you are a Fulbright Scholar, and you spent a year teaching in Zimbabwe. And three years in Cote d'Ivoire. Oh, okay. And I didn't know that part. (laughs) Okay, so can you begin by talking a little bit about that opportunity or those opportunities and what inspired you to create the West Oakland to West Africa project? Sure. Um, During the years of 2013 to 2016, I was teaching in um, Abidjan, Cote d'Ivoire, And um, while I was there, I met several poets in the poetry community, both in Abidjan and in Accra. Um, It was just a really wonderful experience. And when I got back to the U.S., I really wanted to continue some of the conversations that I'd had with some of the uh, poets I met um, there. So I wanted to just acknowledge that one of the people I met was Quay Kojo Benedict, who will be on hopefully later on um, tonight. 
And he has a group who's bringing slam poetry kind of alive in Accra, Ghana. And we met at a teacher's conference when I was living in Abidjan but traveling to Accra. And we did some exchanges, and that's how the conversation started. Oh, wonderful. So, WOWA stands for West Oakland to West Africa. Why did you decide to name the group of poets WOWA? Um, the name came into being actually um, with Tyrese um, Dean, who's another member of WOWA. We were brainstorming. I knew I wanted it to be called West, like the West of America and West Africa. And then we started thinking about our home of Oakland. Uh, the WOWA comes from the, it's an acronym, but WO means harmony in Japanese mm. and WA, sorry, WO means you in Fanti and WA means harmony in Japanese. So oh, we just loved the wordplay. Yeah, yeah. I like the wordplay too. Okay. So is that um, Tyrese Dean Brown? Yes, Tyrese <laughs> Dean Brown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I wanted to qualify that. Um, I think that Tyrese uh, is probably on the line waiting uh, to talk to us also. Uh, as well as Rashida. Yeah, Rashida in Brooklyn, New York, <laughs> and Tyrese in Virginia. Virginia, right. Uh -huh. So the style of poetry is uh, called Rinchi. Yes. And um, so that's a style that you chose for the poets to communicate in. Would you define or explain what Rinchi poetry, poetry is? Sure. Um, Renshi is a Japanese form, and it means linked poetry. And the linking in the poetry comes from taking the last line of your partner's poem and beginning your poem with that last line and making it your first line. And um, I had experimented with this form before. I really wanted uh, the exchange to include both written writing as well as spoken word and mm -hmm. so uh, we went with that form and it's been a really beautiful experience mm -hmm. yes 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 so i understand that uh wowa is traveling to ghana in 2018 can you talk a little bit about that sure um so west oakland to west africa has the goals of fostering intercultural communication and understanding and we hope to break barriers and stereotypes through creating authentic community of friends through our linked Renshi poetry. At first, I didn't envision that there would be a trip um, to Ghana or to Abidjan. Mm -hmm. uh, but because of the friendships that have been forged and the authentic connections that were made, we decided we would make a trip. Uh, we're grateful to our partners in Accra, uh, most especially Ibor. Um, there's a group of amazing young poets and artists who are revitalizing the griot tradition mm -hmm. uh, because spoken word is inherent actually in the West African culture. And what um, Ibor has done is helped young people revisit their youth through spoken word. But it's a really interesting thing that um, the back and forth, just like hip hop mm -hmm. between African culture and American culture. So we had the griot tradition, which came over here via transatlantic slave um, slavery. And now 
African Americans, we have this spoken word tradition, which now in West Africa, there are activists who um, are taking the spoken word and reminding young Africans that that's actually the griot tradition. So it's a very interesting back and forth. Um, so they're, um, they have a group called Ehalakasa, and they have a monthly slam poetry events. And um, we're going to go there in May 2018 and hopefully participate in, if mm. not a slam, then a reading. All right. Sounds wonderful. You're listening to Full Circle on KPFA 94.1 FM in Berkeley. I am Zakia G.E.K. Part, and I'm in conversation with Kala Brundage, founder of WOWA, a poetry collective based in West Oakland that extends across the ocean, connecting and exchanging poetry with poets in West Africa. Um, Kala, would you... Talk briefly about the upcoming WoWA anthology publication. Oh, sure. Um, well, firstly, I think what I, uh, I don't know if this is the time, but I'd like to read the names of all the poets who are in sure. the project. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, there are 10 Oakland poets and 10 West African poets. Oh, my list is not where I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. Here they there are. Okay. <laughs> so we have from Abidjan, Ozzy Edoua, and um, actually hailing from Detroit, uh, Mimi Gonzalez Barilas. We have um, Marcus and Emmanuel, who were um, a partner. We have Zara, Sarah and Zolari, Zakia and Joseph, myself and Quay. Marissa and Wanda, Makita and Obi, Jewel and Tyrese, Nathaniel and Radia, and Day Dizzy and Tamaris. Mm -hmm. So the, those are the 10 people, uh, the 20 people actually, who are in the anthology. Sorry, I didn't read everybody's last name. Um, and this, uh, we've started with a chat book, which we are selling at our readings, but hopefully we will be um, creating a book after we finish this experience, including our trip to um, Ghana and possibly Abidjan. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, Kala, how can people contact you? Um, people can contact me. I'm still working on this. So one of the surprises is that this um, project has really just started in my heart. And actually, uh, as a Mills, I have a community engagement fellowship. It was a personal project, but it's growing. And um, so I'm... I have where we have a Facebook page at okay. Woe to Wa. Okay. W O the number two Wa W A, and um, I'm trying to get a, uh, uh, I'm trying to get a website, but I don't have that yet. Okay. You can visit my website, CarlaBrundage.com. Okay. Well, thank you for that information. So um, I know that Wawa uh, is looking for new poet members to join this project. Um, what is the prerequisite for joining this exciting collective of poets? Oh, well, actually, our faces spaces are filling up really fast. Oh, um, wonderful. We, ha we do meet Saturdays at the West Oakland Branch Library on 1801 Adeline mm -hmm. from 1.30 to 2.30, so people can check us out there. 
Uh, we'll be there tomorrow at one thirty. Okay. So, um, folks that would like to donate money to help Wawa, where can people send their donations? Because I've been asked already. Oh, mm-hmm. we just um, started a GoFundMe okay. um, page, and you can look up West Oakland to West Africa. Okay, that's great. Wonderful. So, um, Wawa uh, gave a fundraiser event on Tuesday, October the 3rd, to help raise money for the group to travel to Ghana uh, in May of 2018. These donations will also help Wawa donate technical supplies to our West African poet partners, Can you talk a little bit about the upcoming fundraising events that are planned? Well, we're trying to do a reading and fundraiser each month, and we have our next one scheduled October 27th at Maliki um, Nigerian Eatery on uh, MacArthur. The address is 3725 MacArthur Boulevard, and that will be from 6 to 8, once again, um, on October 27th. Okay. Can you give Maliki's address again for the audience? Yes. Uh, it's 3725 MacArthur Boulevard. Okay. Well, that's great. So, I um, would like to, um, actually, I would like for you to give the Facebook um, information again for those that, you know, didn't have a pen. Now they've got one. Oh, sure. Um, Yeah, the Facebook page is uh, West Oakland to West Africa um, or at Woe to Wa with the number two. Okay. So are there any last minute comments or words that you'd like to um, say? I just want to firstly thank you for having us on. Um, Zakia is also a member of Woe to Wa, and it's just um, the poetry, the friendships uh, have been so wonderful. I'm really excited to hear um, what the other poets have to say who are in the room. Okay, okay. So, so we have um, other poets in the room here with us, and um, I just want to let um, our dear listeners know that if you're just Tuning in, that was the voice of Kala Brundage, founding member of WOWA, which stands for West Oakland to West Africa Poetry Exchange Group. We've been in conversation about this group of poets uh, and what they plan for the 2017 year ending and for the upcoming 2018 year approaching. If you missed any of this conversation or you would like to hear it again, please go online to kpfaapprentice.org. That's K-P-F-A-A-P-P-R-E-N-T-I-C dot O-R-G. You can also listen at kpfa.org. At this time, it is my pleasure to introduce a few more members of WOWA here in the KPF studio. I'd like to introduce Makita, also known as Sandra Hooper Mayfield, poet, journalist, tutor, counselor, and community activist. Also, uh, Mimi Gonzalez is here, poet, freelance journalist, comedian, activist, and event producer. And Sarah Beal is also with us. She is a poet, visual artist, and social worker. 
Wanda Sibir, who is not with us today, but she is part of the WOA group, and she is a journalist, an activist, teacher, poet. Okay. Um, also, I would like to let you know that Dr. Marcus Lorenzo Penn is here, a.k.a. Adeshima. Adeshima. All right. Uh, so, um, Dr. Marcus Lorenzo Penn, Adeshima, is a holistic doctor, a photographic artist, yoga teacher, wellness consultant, coach, and facilitator, poet, author, and speaker. On the phone, we have Tyrese Dean Brown. Wow. So, Tyrese, newlywed. Congratulations again, Tyrese. Thank you. You're welcome. So, Tyrese is an MFA student receiving her degree in creative writing and poetry. Tyrese is calling in from Virginia tonight. Mm -hmm. On the other line, we have Rashida uh, Oyabami from Brooklyn. She's born in Brooklyn and has Southern roots. She holds a BA in Africana Studies and an MFA. MFA in prose. Rashida is calling from New York tonight. Rashida, are you there? Okay, Rashida's not there yet, so we're hoping that she will join us shortly. And also, uh, yours truly, Zakia G.E.K. Park. I am a poet, storyteller, performing, and visual artist, producer, and host of radio, a nurse, and holistic practitioner. So there you have it. And um, I'd like to just uh, say uh, another word or two before we jump into the poetry. The new president seems intent on trying to destroy the lives of the American people. There continues to be tragedy upon tragedy in the news. But so much inspiration with young people rising up. Generations and cultures coming together. How about the role of poets in social movements such as civil rights? Today we are still dealing with the issue of civil rights and we barely have human rights. The people should be thankful for the Black Lives Movement, for the Black Lives Matter Movement. So looking at the role of poets that poets have played in society and in the world throughout history and continue to play today. Do you see yourself as poets, activists, making connections and real change? So let's see. I think that we will uh, shoot that to Makita first. Makita, um, did you hear the question? <laughs> okay. So I was just, uh, Marcus, did you hear the question? I can come back to uh, Rashida. I can come back to Makita. Sorry. Yes, I truly feel that we have the opportunity to be to access all of those capacities. And through our words, through our heart, and through our connection, we get to uh, be in a safe space where uh, our feelings, our thoughts, our mind, our uh, opinions uh, can be put together in prose and poetry and in community. And so it's a wonderful opportunity through West Oakland to West Africa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, thank you for those words. Um, so uh, I'll repeat the question. And, and that's, uh, I just wanted to say that looking at the role of poets, 
um, that the, ro- the role that poets have played in society and in the world throughout history and the role that they continue to play today. Uh, do you see yourself as poets, activists, making connections and real change? So Tyrese, uh, did you want to chime in there? Yes, thank you. I do. Um, there's this quote that I always carry with me, and it says that words don't just reflect reality, but rather it shapes reality. Hmm. And so every time I'm able to write a poem and speak that poem or perform that poem, I feel like I am shaping a reality that I want to see come true. So yes, I do think that poetry, spoken word, performance, all of that definitely shapes a better tomorrow and a reality that I want to be a part of. So I do feel really uh, motivated and activated every time I'm able to write a poem and perform. Mm. Well, thank you for those beautiful comments. So um, did uh, Makita, did you want to jump in here now? Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, poetry has always been a form of healing Mm. and a way to move through Um, everything actually and so um, for the the climate now in terms of how we um, are moving and being affected by the current administration and the things that are going on today is uh, is is fertile ground for uh, an opportunity to um, write um, to toward that do some writing that leads towards healing hmm. and uh, for myself for the community and you know for the larger community um, I believe that poetry is and and the spoken word um, was given to us and that breath that is behind it is the power that changes things well I tell you that that those words are powerful and also I did all that being a healer I also believe that words uh, spoken word poetry the written word is definitely a healing vehicle thank you for those beautiful words so Mimi hello hey how are you today I'm doing really great how are you doing I'm doing excellent too so good to have you here thank you yes did you want to comment on on that I want to second and third because you seconded what Makia Makita said, and I believe in the healing power of our words. And poets are vein tappers, mm. and we tap our heart, and we are working really close to the actual pulse of what's happening starting with what's happening in our own heart. Mm -hmm. And I believe that uh, what Makita said um, about healing is critical because it's the first step. And when we heal ourselves, then we can go out and the, the act of writing is giving to yourself, listening to yourself first. And then once you have taken care of yourself, you, you serve yourself, then you can serve. And this this opportunity through WOWA has just felt like an expansion and it's allowed all of us to feel like we are touching spirits and other people thousands of miles 
continents and an ocean away. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, that level of expanding uh, has made it feel um, like there's room for healing and room to grow. And we need a lot of healing right now uh, with what's happening. So um, I would have to say. Mm-hmm. That's that actually that act of healing is an act of activism. <laughs> that, you know, it starts with yourself, mm-hmm. and then you can go out and protest. And sometimes we protest with our words, like the person sitting next to me, Absolutely. this poet next to me. Yes, Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Hi. Please. Yes. How are you today? I'm really good. Mm-hmm. I'm really grateful to be here and to be part of Wawa as a group. Okay. And I've been so happy to hear all these wonderful things that my WOWA colleagues and partners are saying. And I do want to just add my voice to that, that poetry is about expression and about healing. And I think the one other thing that occurred to me as I was listening to us talk tonight is how much poetry has always been a part of social change and revolution. And it's Mm. absolutely vital that none of us stay silent. We all have to speak up in all the ways that we can, and that that is a way to change the world. Well, thank you. Thank you for those beautiful words also, Sarah. Um, I wanted, Kala, did you want to add to what's been said? Well, I just also want to agree with everything that has been said. And in relation to this project, I feel that there's a lot of healing that is necessary between the Americas and Africa and there's a lot of history there and I feel that um, as we forge these relationships then some of that healing can begin. Mm-hmm. Okay well thank you thank you for those beautiful words also. So I um, would like to hear some poetry I, I'm <laughs> sure that the our uh, dear audience would love to hear poetry too so I'm going to uh, ask um, hmm let's see uh, Mimi did you want to start in with the poet I would love to I'd like to ask Carla uh, if it's um, possible for me to read the poem uh, the uh, food poems Oh, yeah. Because I found them. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> <That's>, yes. <laughs> um, I love those poems. These poems feel really great to read. Uh, and I was fortunate enough to be introduced to Azi Adoa from Cote d'Ivoire. Um, and uh, her poem starts our chapbook, I Come From a Place. And we were able to exchange, do Renshi exchange for about... I think uh, eight poems, uh, making a total of 16. (laughs) And um, I really appreciated, uh, this was one of our, toward our ending ones, we we really went into some deep areas in our Renshi and in our poetry exchange and some um, very personal areas. And then when we were given the prompt to write about food or recipes, uh, this significantly um, shifted our energies into something uh, a little lighter and, um, I don't know, just something that just feels really good to read as well as, <laughs> mm-hmm. as, well as consume. So you'll hear the first line is the Renshi from the previous line, and this poem is from Ozzy Adua. 
Family fable in the evening. Pom, pam, pom. Blazing sun shining. Pom, pam, pom. Beautiful sound ringing. Pom, pam, pom. Through the street. Pom, pam, pom. The song of pestle and mortar. Pom, pam, pom. Pom, pam, pom. Expert hands folding the plantain bun. Pom, pam, pom. Pom, pam, pom. Accelerated rhythm announcing the end of my anguish. Palm seed stew. Peanut stew. Okra stew. So many suitors. Pom, pam, pom. The name of that dish was called Futu. And I responded to her poem, Renshi poem style, entitled the poem Futu Mofongo. Pom, pam, pom. Across the Atlantic comes the song of plantain and root combined, singing the table's surety, filling up at supper time. Mofongo is Puerto Rican. Mashed plantain with pork or gandules, perfect mounds on the plate, first pressed into a bowl, then flipped, served with rice, beans, and maduros. The banana reaches across the sea, continent to Caribbean to belly. Tierra wants her children to feed. Taste returns new memories. Brothers and sisters, we've yet to meet. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, those are beautiful, beautiful words. And, and those are two of my favorite poems from you, Mimi, and your poet partner. Yes. So, uh, let's see. Marcus, did you want to jump in here? The yes, poem? yes, thank you. As we've spoken and as uh, dear Makita had spoken about our poetry and this process being such a healing process, an opportunity for healing... One of the poems that I'm going to read is an ode, and is an ode to the ocean. Mm. And for myself, the ocean is uh, such a healing place, and many folks who know me uh, know that I love to be at the ocean and to photograph sunsets at the ocean. So this poem, uh, which I had written within, uh, within our uh, collective, um, is again entitled Ode to the Ocean. You rise and fall and crash, yet stay alive and vibrant. You shine in sunlight and moonlight so serene. You can be angry or calm, yet always stay beautiful. You reach out to the shore, forever extending an invitation. You support life so graciously within you and around you. You speak a language that everyone understands but doesn't always listen to. I can hear you call me without you ever making a sound. I can feel your embrace me even without me touching you. I can sense your mood without ever seeing you. I can see when your skin turns blue to a lighter hue. I can smell your marine fragrance when we are near. I can taste your salty mist when you are excited. We share changing tides that affect how we meet life. We speak softly and loudly, commanding respect. We surrender to the influence of our moon. We have depths that few people will ever get to see. We move fluidly with the currents rising within us. My dear sweet ocean, we send waves that touch people deeper and farther than we will ever know. Mm. Thank you. Oh, yeah. 
So beautiful. I was there. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Sarah, would you follow Marcus? Yes, gladly. Mm -hmm. Um, I was trying to think about what I would read, and um, one of the poems that Zerlarli sent me um, was a poem about love and broken hearts. Mm. And um, Mm -hmm. the last line that in this tradition of poetry is going to be the first line of my poem was, but where is your gold? And these days, when I think of the color gold, um, I really just think about one person. And um, in the whole frame of wanting to not be silent and talk about the things that you find disheartening or upsetting, I started working with that idea of where is your gold? So here we go. Where is your gold? It is not in your heart. There's no gold there but a yawning cave, a place waiting to be filled, brimming with shadow, shadows that swim through nothingness, knocking want from side to side. Is the gold in your hands, sticky little fingers that crush it to your vacuous center, squinting your eyes on guard for who might take what you've been handed? Sad. It doesn't hold your small, sweaty hands, does it? You grab it tightly. Your gold knows no loyalty. Now, even, it's swimming away from your grip. Is your gold under your feet? A path to guide your movements, to show you the way? An uncanny journey that could soften the cacophony you cultivate to hide confusion? Would you follow the path? Would you take it up? or lock it up so it's just what it is, meaning and purpose nullified. Is your gold a mask, a pretense of value, a con called purity, a hiding place? You could be anyone and no one. You live behind a cool metal prop, hiding a falling tower, a false front hoping to dazzle, always to dazzle so that nobody will know your hollow eyes are just that, hollow. Is your gold just a shell? Is it already chipping, flaking away, revealing an ordinary old man, tired and lost without the distraction of the twittering crowds? Blown blind by the lights when it's time passed, when it's color gone? Will your gold be tarnished by too many grabbing hands that will always be grabbing? Or a crumpled yellow foil littering the corner of an empty room? an embarrassing memory of a wasted time. Mm. Thank you for that, Sarah. Yeah, very nice. Uh, let's see, Carla. Sure. So if you just tuned in, you're listening to KPFA 94.1 FM in Berkeley. And I am sitting here with some poets, and we are now listening to some wonderful poetry. This is the WOWA, the West Oakland to West Africa Poetry Exchange Group. Uh, I'm going to read a poem called The Present. Uh, It was in the exchange in which we were talking about the ancestors, and I took uh, Ibor's last line, The Present, and I started this poem. The present. The present 
is the gift of the here and now. The love we give in this moment is the blessing. Under the mango tree in the shining sun, gentle rain falls, cleaning all our worries away. Stand tall. Hold your shoulders back. Imagine a light from your head to the sky. Open your throat chakra and listen with your voice. Surround yourself with a shawl of moonbeams. Let butterflies into your soul. Be thankful in rainbow colors. Your ancestors gave you life, and soon you will be among them. Give back to your community with deeds, not words. May your prayers be grateful. You have so many talents. Open your soul to the ocean of love before you. Mm. So vivid and so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for that, Kala. Makita. Uh, well, um, in choosing a poem, I, I decided to, to read this one because it um, embodies um, the struggle um, that I've, me and other women have endured um, because of things that are, are um, rooted in slavery. Mm. And so it used to say, we used to say uh, back in the 60s, she's sorry. Well, the prompt was, I'm not sorry. So I took that as an opportunity mm-hmm. to tell all the ways, reasons why I'm not sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the poem is Unapologetic. I'm not sorry. I gave it up like liquor, nicotine, making bad boys king and nights that stole the years. I'm not sorry. I'm good like early morning loving nappy hair, girls with daddies, Nana's peach cobbler, and things that dried my tears. I'm not sorry. I'm living in the plus, spitting poetry, loving hard, dissing the C word, sitting on the porch in my slip, and copacetic things that ice my fears. I'm not sorry. I'm authentic like slow dancing, sporting locks, laughing loud, oozing black, saying fintu, doing juju, and other things that make jungle dust if I want to. I'm not sorry. I'm courage. Like mama dead, daddy gone, 12 feeling on my own, 16 pregnant, bury the middle sister, survive the divorce, bury the daddy, survive, 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 bury the big sister, living every day anyway, and other strengths that slayed the fear. I'm not sorry. I'm light in the dark, blinding, shining, Turn me on light, like the sun every, every day. Shining light for me to see what my life could truly be. And other notes that dance on fear. I'm not sorry, I'm divine, like an eclipse or a hood miracle. Harvested organs that take my breath and give it back again. I'm not sorry, I'm love. Pour me out, scrape the bowl, lick the spoon, love. Ain't too proud to beg, love. Ride or die, love. Down in the country, love. Forgiving incest, love. Raggedy draws, but the kids go to private school anyway, love. Eight rock, love. Forgiving rape, love. Didn't eat last night, but the baby did, love. Surviving slavery, love. 
taking your whooping love, everlasting love, pushing out a baby love, black of the berry love, hanging from a tree love, take a knee love, die in the Lorraine Hotel love, forgive myself love, hang on a cross and die love, and other truths that save my life. I'm not sorry, I'm free unapologetically. Ooh, girl, mm-hmm. you did it. <laughs> Thank you, Makita. Oh, yes, yes. So, Radia, you're on the line. Greetings, everybody. Greetings. Greetings. So glad that you could make it. How are you today? I am well. How are you all? These phones sound great. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in my most favorite place in New York. Brooklyn yeah. in the house. Brooklyn, which is another Africa, pretty much. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> well, my dear. Yes, yeah, so we're sharing poetry, and I want you to go ahead and share one of your phenomenal poems with us, for us. Um. Okay, so I will share the piece that's in the chat book. It's called Where I'm From. Okay. I'm from Flatbush Avenue in Fulton Street. Dollar cabs, black soap, and sandalwood incense. Sisters in flowing dresses and brothers in kufis calling alafia, salam, and peace, sister, how you be. I'm African dance classes and kente cloth skirts and summer festivals and city parks with chain link fences. I'm from old ladies sitting on porches, wide-legged, shaking their heads at young girls walking grown with brand-new woman hips. I'm from mamas and grandmamas and aunties living together in one house, raising children, paying bills, and cooking in big family pots. I'm from family reunions and tobacco fields and dirt roads with no light, and Sunday morning church where women in white sit in the front pews praying for every living thing. I'm from people that survived a treacherous crossing and still made their lives a song flung up to heaven. Cornbread and collard greens, welfare reform and the Great Migration, Harlem Renaissance and Black Power. I'm from straight up old school love. Mm, yes, yes. Wow, I love that poem, Rodia. Yeah, it's one of my favorites that you do. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I I want to find out if um. If our other callers are... No, not yet? Okay. Okay, so... If you just tuned in, you're tuned in to KPFA 94.1 FM in Berkeley. This is Full Circle, and I am in the KPFA studio with some extraordinary poets. We're WOWA, which stands for West Oakland to West Africa, Poetry Exchange Group. And we are so happy to be here today. My name is Zakia G.E. Capehart, and I'm your host tonight. So I wanted to ask uh, um, how people can get in touch with WOA. Uh, Kala, if you could uh, repeat that information again, because I know that there are lots of folks out there that want to get in touch with us. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Well, um, we're on Facebook, West Oakland to West Africa. Um, and we just started a GoFundMe, which is also GoFundMe West Oakland to West Africa. Woe to Wa with the number two. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that information. Um, well, I guess I will uh, read one of my poems. 
And we're okay. Thank you. Ah, okay. Thank you. So, um, yes. So I think, um, Kojo, uh, if I could communicate with my with my tech person, with my Kojo needs needs for us to call him. Uh huh. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, David. Appreciate that. Okay, so uh, this is uh, from our chat book, and it's uh, one of the poems that um, our leader, Kala, our founder, asked us to write about uh, a news story. And so I wrote about a news story and uh, something that was very touching to me, something that really, uh, if I could just find it, that would be nice. Okay, it's, uh, I know it's in this book. Uh, Ibor is on the line. Okay. So uh, while I'm looking, why don't I um, just let you know that our Guyanian poet, who's a member of Wawa also, is on the line. And he is actually um, calling in from Germany. He is not in Ghana at the moment. So I just want to let you know that um, that Ibor, uh, his name is also Kojo Benedict Quay. And he's also known as Ibor Kojo. He's an African living in Ghana. He is a free flow spoken word performer, a social servant and workshop instructor, co-director of um, Hadua Arts and Culture Institute, a meeting ground for artists and cultural practitioners in Africa and Europe, founder of... Uh, Ahalakasa. Ahalakasa. Spoken word poetry movement and director of the annual Ahalakasta festival. Kojo is calling in from Germany tonight. So welcome, Kojo. How are you this? uh, I'm not sure. What time is it there? (laughs) Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Mm -hmm. So what time is it in Germany now? It's... uh 4.47 4.47 a.m. Oh, yeah. In the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, thank you so much for joining us. I know that, you know, it's uh, it got you out of bed, or maybe you were up, I'm not sure. But we're so yeah. happy that you were able to join us. And so we, we have been um, sharing poetry. Um, I would like for you, though, to, to talk a little bit about, um, you know, what you do in Ghana. And um, and just um, how you met uh, our founder, Kala Brundage. Uh, if you could just give us a little information. Okay, I think um, we met somewhere. I can't remember the year, but it was during a workshop in Ghana when uh, I was involved with a school. I used to work with them called Lincoln Community School. Mm-hmm. And she was also one of the workshop participants who had come in, I think, from Ivory Coast. She was then teaching in Ivory Coast. Mm-hmm. And so we met during this workshop and we got connected. And I attended a festival in Ivory Coast and then she invited me to her school. She was teaching, I think, in a community school there. And I had a section with her students. And so we kept a connection. 
until this time when we had to start this project. So I think we've been in touch for some time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thank you so much for, for sharing that. So um, I wanted um, to ask your your reasons. Uh, why do you, um, why did you join WOWA? I mean, um, do you really think that the oceans uh, uh, that separate us can actually bring us closer together with our poetry? Yeah, I mean, when she told me about the project, I mean, I've been involved with several projects and different projects that helps young people and also people across borders to connect in respective of for culture, gender, or geographical location. I thought it was an interesting idea which could be given to people to have possibilities <clears throat> of expressing themselves. So I was interested and decided to let's see what's going to happen. And so this is what is happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you for sharing that. So, um, I, I just want to uh, welcome our other guest, um, Obi. Obi is on the the line also. Obi, are you there? Yes, I'm there. Yes, how are you today? Um, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, uh, late in the night, it's, uh, it's uh, two... Two thirty in the night. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. It's two thirty in the night in Ghana, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for, you know, getting out of your bed or, you know, taking time to uh to be with us tonight here in, in Berkeley on the radio. We really appreciate that. And um Yeah, I appreciate that too. It's a pleasure <laughs> mine, so <laughs> Oh, you're so welcome. Yes, yes. So, so we um, have been talking a bit here in the in the studio with the poets here in, in Oakland, and we're so glad uh, that you and um, Ibor were able to join us uh, uh, here in the studio. Also, so um, I know that uh, we're going down on time. I wanted to just ask a couple of more things, and and for for the both of you, this question is for the both of you. Um, and do you write poetry in your native language as well as English? Um, and are the poems, uh, it, you know, if they're written in your native language, is it translated into English? Um, so let's see. Um, Obi, maybe you could uh, start in to answer that. Just a little bit of uh, information about that. Yeah, um, if I, of course, uh, if I'm talking about my native language, I'm mm-hmm. from the Akan tribe. Okay. So, uh, in our countries, I'm talking about Africa, and we talk about native language. I do consider my native language as my mother tongue. And my mother is neither French nor in, in, in Anglophone. Mm. My native language is an Akan language, which is called Ani. We're coming from the Ghana, talking about history. So I'm not writing in my native language because I've never learned my native language at school. I'm from a French-speaking country, so the official language is what is called called native language. So I'm speaking French. But when I write poems, I write them in French or in English, which are 
it, I mean, the French is my official language, and the English is the language that I learned. Okay. This is how it was. I never translate the, I mean, any poem from my native language into an uh, another language. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that. And um, uh, Ibor, if you could also answer, you know, share with us the information that you have uh, about your writing in your native language or in English and the translation and all of that. Yeah. Uh, personally or originally, I'm not a writer. I am more of a freestyle open performer. Mm-hmm. So I can perform openly in my language. I speak of tree, I speak of gum, I speak Dangbe, and also I speak Ewe. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to write it. I can just flow through from either of this. But uh, in, for the purposes of these project, I had to try and write in English so I can share, so you can understand. Yes. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. So, um, our time is growing short. If, uh, yeah. if, um, uh, Ibo, if you could share something that maybe is like 30 seconds or, or a minute with us, and then um, Obi, you could do the same after Ibor finishes. Should I, in my Native language or in English? In in your native language, we would love to hear in your native okay. language. Thank you. Yeah, you lay, yeah, you lay, yeah, you lay, yeah, you lay. Are you? Ke papa. Mena manga blono. Mena mau. Mau ya yokekle. Mena mau. Mau ya yokekle. Eja ke mini. Eja kelele for me. Eja ke mini. Eja kelele for me. Pete pete enole mawo ya yo. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You're so welcome. Beautiful. Now, Obi, please, if you could yes. also share uh, in your native language something that would last maybe a minute or uh, 30 seconds or a minute, please. Okay. Magnetica Mango Mikulo, you are one your bar, you are one your bar, you are one your bar, you are Magnetica Mango Mikulo, the Michibolo Nanesaneba, Namba Shelly Camome Famacoy, El Sanke, a Shiwa Echo, you came with she, you came with Clue Yakan. Yeah, 
Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so I much for Makita to tears. <laughs> she has a few tears of oh. joy. Yes, uh, thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Actually actually he was just meaning that some in this world we are in, some people come on this earth having a lot of money and they die after the money and some come in this world having a lot of friends and they die by leaving the friends because mm. at the end of the day we are going back we just have to be happy about what we have that's, mm-hmm. what I mean. that's right absolutely thank you well um we've come to the end of our show uh i want to thank all of our guests tonight those abroad ibor obi thank you for joining us rashida um, and Tyrese from the East Coast and all the poets here in the KPFA studio. Thank you. Thank you so much. And of course, dear listeners, thank you for joining us also. So this brings us to the end of the show. Our executive producer is Miss M. Our technical director is Free Willing Frank Sterling. Joy Moore <laughs> is our production consultant. Special thanks to David for operating the board and tech assist. <laughs> yes, Tech Assist. Yeah, you have to forgive me because I've forgotten your name, but I thank you so much. Steve, Steve Grievous. Thank you, Steve. Yes, yes. I've been your host, Zakia G.E.K. Part. Um, and up next, after Full Circle, is Launda Baita. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. Thank you so thank much. Thank you.